Hi, thanks for checking out the Casually Nerdy Podcast. I'm Dylan B. Mesterfer, and along with Gabriel Rodriguez, we bring you weekly updates on what's happening in the world of nerd pop culture, be it movies, comics, games, or Disney's ever-growing control of the world. Off we go. Oh. Oh, hello. This never works the first try. Right? This is, <laughs> this is the magic of having Hunter on. That's, I was the missing link, guys. You I were. Figured, you made oh, it. Oh, goodness gracious. Feels good, man. Hello. Hey. I got a uh, ticket today. Ooh. For yeah, what? Being fun. too good looking? No. The opposite. Oh, no. no oh, no. They're, uh, they're giving out ugly tickets now? Yeah, yeah, we're all we're all doomed except Dylan because he's so tall and handsome. It's um, a burden. <laughs> no, it was uh, so somebody was like three cop cars had this car pulled over, and they were like off the road by like a good two to three feet. But Florida has a law where you have to move over to the to the a, a lane of traffic to get the room to work. Yeah, and I aware of that law, but. I saw them there. I saw them see me. I saw them see that I saw that they had plenty of room to work and just stayed in that lane. Because one, I didn't really have a spot to go either because nobody let me in when I, when I got close enough to them. And two, I was like, they're about three feet off the road. So I'm not causing any safety issues right now. But no, they chased me down and were like, hey, young man, you know that's against the law? Ooh. I was like... And then he was like, well, I'll give you the cheapest ticket I can give you. $136. Ooh! So, man. Oof, bro, that I'm sucks. sorry. It's okay. I'm gonna go. I'm actually going to fight a ticket. I've never fought a ticket before. Ooh. So, I mean, it couldn't be too hard. That's true. But I am a rock. So. Uh, I, I, I'm notorious for because I travel a lot. So I get parking tickets in different cities. And then I'm just like, well, I'm never paying this. Uh <laughs> That's, that's um, just not happening. Wow. Oh, so before I tell the story, hello, moms. We are there's a new voice on the podcast, and it is a friend of all of ours named Hunter. Uh, wow, Roberts. Right? Yeah, that's me. That's him. He is a comedian. He is a soap guy. He is Tennessee's <laughs> bachelor, and he is here with us to talk nerd stuff and movies and we're going to talk Aladdin and it's going to be a fun time. Want to share some stuff about yourself, Hunter? Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you covered all of the bases. That's pretty much... No, I, uh, I, I do stand-up comedy. I'm a comedian. I travel all over the country telling ha-has. Um, I, <laughs> and then uh, a couple of months ago, so uh, about a, a year ago, just a little over a year ago, I decided to get sober. Um because I had been drinking, boy, a lot, just a, just an awful lot, and uh, and then during my sobriety, uh, I was having a manic phase one night, and I decided to make soap uh, as a way to kind of keep my mind occupied instead of drinking, and uh, then I posted a picture of the soap that I made, and everybody was like, "That's cool, I'd like to buy that," and I was like, "Okay, I guess I'll sell my soap," and so then I started. <laughs> <laughs> so then I started an Etsy store uh, called uh, Clean and Sober Soap Company, and uh, it went live on April 1st, and uh, I've sold over uh, almost 200 pounds of soap since April 1st, and I'm like, hey, this was more than I expected to have ever happen. Um, uh, Wait, uh, 
April of this year? Yeah. Dude, that's amazing. Congrats. Well, thank you very much. Congrats on the sobriety as well as the soap. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm clean in multiple ways now. Uh, but no, it, yeah, it was uh, it was a weird progression. It was literally like something I did on a whim one night, and uh, and then that turned into like this strange thing that I'm now known for uh, in a in a in a decent subsection of people. The same thing can be said about parenthood sometimes. I um, that's awesome, dude. It's been. Yeah, you sound like you're doing well. You're. Hey, yo. The competition. Um, like. I, I uh, I'm playing dirty. Uh, <laughs> no, I. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, June June first, uh, we're release. I'm really. I don't know why I'm saying we. It's just me. Um, That's just something yeah. we do. When I own the gym, we. I always said we. Because it sounds like if something went wrong, it's like, well, we thought I that was to... the best decision. Which shared the blame. On I need you're, to get a... you're wearing multiple hats. Yeah, I so. need to get an I need to get an LLC. So if something does go wrong, it's not me. Uh, yeah, I would and, uh, recommend ten out of ten. I you, on June first, we're releasing uh, the the new because uh, I do limited edition soaps every month. The first of every month, I'm releasing. I release two new limited edition soaps. The first one. But for the June or Disney theme, uh, uh, Main Street Sweets, uh, and it's like a black, red and black, and then I wrapped it in a yellow band. Mickey colors, it smells like uh, cookies and uh, like cotton, cotton candy and stuff like that. And then the other one is called Clean and Soarin', um, which has uh, over California scents, but like the ocean air. Nice. So something else was released June first. Do you guys know what it was? I don't. In nineteen ninety-three, around six AM, I was released from okay. my uterus. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday. It was, I was uh, like, <laughs> we're getting real intense this. Three AM. Three A well, guys, really, really, you really wait, know when this was released. Hasn't hit yet. Well, early birth. Early birthday. <laughs> Thanks, no friend. problem. I wish I could have segued that into Aladdin, but I'm not that I talented. I don't know when Aladdin was released, other than like 1992 thought, or whatever. I thought it was it 95. Was. No. Hmm. I don't know. I tend to guess movie releases a lot and just say it with a lot of confidence, so nobody. You were suit. You were right about Mulan being 98, by the way. I, I was. I looked it up. Later. I looked it up. I was like, he was right. So we'll have to look up 92 later. It was 1992. Oh, look at me go. Congratulations. Look at you. So anyway, so yeah, we all, we plug her Instagram all the time, but we all semi know each other through Kelkies of the Kingdom. Plug for her again. Um, I had met Hunter at Universal once. Yeah, we did <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights together. <laughs> Yeah, we did Horror Nights, um, and then I was, I was at the wedding, physically, <laughs> but I drank a little bit, so I think I saw yeah, him I... at the wedding, too. I know he wasn't at our table, but I remember seeing you. <laughs> 
I saw a lot of Dylan. I saw a lot of Gabe at the wedding. Hunter, I I think I may have seen you in passing. I don't, I don't, I cannot remember if we actually had a chance to speak with one another. We're speaking now. And that's all that matters. It's a whole new world of podcasts. It really is. It's we started off as <laughs> diamonds in the rough, and here we are. <laughs> so I'm kind of happy we all ended up seeing the movie because that worked out well. It for really all of did. Because a lot of the times, either me and or Dylan see the movie, and then we're just like, oh, I guess we can't talk about it. <laughs> but we got lucky. We all saw. We both saw Detective Pikachu. Yes. We both saw. What was the last one we saw? Endgame. That doesn't count. Everybody on their and their mom saw Endgame. It's true. So that doesn't really count, but it is what it is. Anyways, I there was not a lot of news this week. Yeah, I I, I don't think I have any news really to like. I don't have any news to say other than I think they started filming uh, Black Widow. Ooh, it's ex- uh, a trailer so, for Black Mirror season five came out today. Well, that's do you like Black uh, Mirror? I. I it's it's either a super hit or super miss with me, uh, with those those episodes. The first episode where spoiler where he fucks a pig, and then it just you think oh it's going to be a lot of this and then he never nobody ever yeah it again. It, <laughs> so so that's what you're watching Black Mirror for. Yeah, it, the pilot of that show is really weird in that none, none of the other episodes are really like that, except for maybe the B one at the end of season three. But, uh, like, I, yeah, I'm a big right. fan, especially San Junipero. San Junipero oh. is probably one of my favorite episodes of TV uh, uh, ever. I randomly will just watch that episode. Like, I love the soundtrack. It's one of the things that I write, too. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm a fan of, of Black Mirror. Uh, the USS Callister. Last season, that one was great. Was such a good episode. Yeah. Uh, Hang the DJ was also really good. Um, uh, which one was the one where it was like that's Bandersnatch? Bandersnatch. Did you guys? Enjoy I, it? I, I haven't seen it. it. I haven't uh, gotten to play it yet. Uh, my favorite <laughs> Black Mirror episode is the play. Well, maybe it's not my favorite. There are also there are so many good ones. Uh, play test. Oh, play test was is great. So good. Play test. Um, is probably the one that I randomly think about the most. I, the <laughs> biggest twist, one that I I've seen, and I can't remember the title of it, but it's the it's the one where the text messages are coming through, leading the the teenager to go do things. Oh yeah, it ends. The one, uh, uh, Bron from Game of Thrones. That was him. Yeah, he, he's not the kid. He's the the guy that he's with all. Oh, okay. It's something like, it's like a did it for the laws or something like that. What the fuck was that called? Oh, God. Black Mirror episode title. Shut up and dance is what it Makes sense. I... Did you find it fast? I found it fast. Oh, you are a type... <laughs> yeah, no, I I type like my my grandmother. So I work with computers a lot too. So it's coming um I think nosedive is the one where it's like the um the whole oh god, what is it? Uh, like the time verbalize it. Like you get your point system for like how like social interactive you are and everything. Yeah, the one with uh, it's Bryce Dallas Howard and Alice Eve. Yes. And it 
it's funny because they're actually starting to do things like that in China now. Sorry, well, really... I said funny. I should have said terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no, it... if you yes. appreciate irony. Oh man. So yeah, the 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 Black Mirror, uh, the the trailer. Um, I don't, have either of you seen it? I haven't seen the trailer. I saw a link to the trailer. It does. That counts. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. Then Andre, yeah, have you it. seen it yet? Yeah. It does. Yeah. We're on the hunt to find the hunter hunt. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Remember the episode where Jerry is um, dating? Yes. Jerry? And he goes, um, "Tonight, tonight we hunt, and then we get rest for tomorrow. We hunt." It was like something like that, and that's like one of my favorite lines. <laughs> in the whole series. It's one of my favorites. My favorite, favorite line of all time in Rick and Morty is <laughs> it's a combination of something Rick and yeah. Morty say. It's the last episode of the season three and Morty goes, oh, I got puked, Commander and Queef. <laughs> and, then, and then Rick goes, ah, Commander and Queef. <laughs> I get so excited funny. for whatever you're about to say. When you laugh before you say it, I'm like, <laughs> it's like this is gonna be good. He's already giddy. I think, I think hunt for our hunt. Yes. Hunt for Hunter. Hello. Hey, he's back. Do um have so did you see the trailer for the season five? Uh yeah. Well, I saw one that like talked about the episodes, um, and then I saw another one that was like a little more in depth about what the Miley Cyrus one was. Because there's only like three episodes this season. There are, but they look like it. The production value is like skyrocketed on them. Yeah. So, well, I, I was, was also I was, like, I remember watching the first trailer and being like, "There's at least six stories going on right now. How the hell are there only three episodes?" So I, I mean, maybe maybe they're doing a um, a a love actually thing where they all kind of like link in to each other slightly. I always like a story that does that. Well, yeah, or a black, set like, of stories that do that. Like Black Museum did that. Like that was the one where they told a bunch of different stories, and then it had like the free. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, White Christmas, the Christmas special, uh, had told like three different stories, and they were all kind of connected together. Yes, I, I love that style of storytelling. The first episode of Modern Family did that too. Do what? The first episode of Modern Family, the pilot episode, when it's like, oh, they're all the same family. Yes, that was such a good, a good pilot episode. I love Modern Family. It was. I've never yeah. really watched it. I know it, of it, but I just know it did that. It's it's good. It's um, I like it. I enjoy it. Is it better than How I Met? Uh, no, no. That I'm not in. That I'm not in. How I Met Your Mother. No, How I Met Your Mother is great and wonderful and better than Friends. Yes. I thank you. <laughs> no, I people like will defend to like how much your mother is just friends. I'm like, no, it's not. A little bit. I can see similarities, but I mean not. only in the sense that it follows yeah. a friend group and that they live in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't even have a coffee shop. Exactly. <laughs> like 
How I Met Your Mother is more similar to shows like uh, Scrubs and Family Guy in the sense that they do those weird like interludes, yeah, like flash like flash back. sideways yeah. and stuff like that. And also, it's very uh, crazy stuff happened on Friends, but it was still very much based in reality. Like there were things that happened in How I Met Your Mother that were. No, yeah. this is that this is point you're just telling the story and things go weird and like that couldn't have happened. Yeah, like, the, like the, a, there's liberties that were taken yeah. with with how I met your mother. And that makes sense because it's somebody telling a story about something that happened in the past and liberties get taken with that. So like again, only in the sense that there are friends and they are in New York. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sitcom with friends in it. Some are men, some are women, and some of them yeah. date. And they date each other. And then it, and yeah, no, the, that, that was always my one big, like, weird bugaboo with, like, How I Met Your Mother was just, like, everybody's just dating Robin. It's kind of weird. Yeah. When I mean, she is pretty great. Yeah, the hot one, Jason Siegel, oh, yes. Yes, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. So I started watching um, How I Met Your Mother because of him. I saw um, Beginning Sarah Marshall, which is my favorite sitcom, or my favorite It's, don't. And then I was like, what else is he in? And then I found I Met Your Mother, and I was like, oh, he's great. I don't know if you know this, Gabe, but Forgetting Sarah Marshall is my favorite romantic comedy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. My favorite romantic comedy is The Family Stone. The Family Stone is very good. That is the Christmas movie that I have to watch every year. My... I, for a long time, I didn't like it because my grandmother passed away from cancer. Um, and actually, 10 years ago, uh, eight days ago. Uh, but Karina loves the Family Stone. And for like the first like three years of our relationship, I was like, I don't know if I can really watch this because like, right. it brings up some stuff, but I've gotten over it. And this past Christmas, I think we watched it five times. Yeah, no, oh, wow. no, Karina, like, it's like her go-to, like, Christmas movie. She's like, I'm Rachel McAdams. <laughs> I, well, see, I, I, like, that, that's, that's how my family is, except, yeah. except that family is, is liberal. Um, I, I am, I am, I am liberal, the rest of my family is not, but, like, that is how our interactions work, and my mother even, like, people even ask me, like, what's your mom look like? I was like, my mom looks like Diane Keaton. In the family stone, that's what my mom looks like, and we also have <laughs> breast cancer that runs in our family. So, like that movie, like I understand what you said about losing your mother to cancer or your grandmother to cancer, and I, I did too. But for me, because of that reason, that movie resonates with me on a, on a deeper level, as opposed to, um, I guess, uh, uh, hurting more to watch it. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, it it definitely as. As I've grown and as I've, I've dealt with that loss and everything, it's definitely kind of become a comforting thing to watch this family all. The, the epilogue to that movie really drives home the importance of family for me. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. It's, all things are good with time. That may be the deepest we've gotten on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Bring on the comedian. Stuff. Talk about breast cancer. You, you know what? It it's comedy's a very serious business, man. <laughs> it's 
I, I don't know. I guess it's it's uh, being able to to find the truth or the humor or whatever in each in each moment. Um, it's, it's always neat, and I, I guess that's that's what the Family Stone did that for me. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I wish my family was like, minus uh, a sick mother. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That. Uh, yes. <laughs> so. So how long have you been doing stand-up, Hunter? Um, the short answer is uh, eight years. The long uh, answer is uh, <laughs> about five years with a three-year break where I was a professional wrestler. I love this answer. <laughs> so <laughs> I – okay. Professional wrestler – as in, like, did you travel professional wrestling? Um, not as much as I do doing comedy. Uh, I wrestled okay. in Tennessee and North Carolina, um, and I think maybe once in Virginia. But, uh, yeah, like, basically all within, like, a 200-mile radius uh, is where I worked. But, uh, yeah, I, I did the get in the ring and fall down and run the ropes and do the whole thing. Uh, I think at one point I was listed in, in PW Insider, Pro Wrestling Insider, just, just the almanac because I was the champion of uh, the entire company at the time that it was published. So they put the company and who was champion at the time. Um, and that's about it. I never made any other lists or anything like that. But uh, yeah, I, I was Hunter O'Malley. Uh, I was Irish. You know, he was a tag team. With me and me, me and me, baby brother Casey O'Malley, we were t- the, the fighting O'Malley's. Uh, we became tag team champions. Uh, then my brother turned on me, oh. as brother tag teams are wont to do. Um, yeah. And then uh, we we had an I quit match, and he was he was bleeding all over me, and I was the older brother and he was the younger brother, and so then I. I, I basically I had won the match, but I, I, I said I quit because I couldn't hurt my baby brother anymore. Um, I love it. So I lost. And then, um, and then I went solo, uh, and then I got hurt in real life. Uh, oh, no. A chair split my head wide open, and so I was like, I'm going to probably stop wrestling. And then yeah. while I, I was doing commentary, and then I was playing like a, an authority figure on the show because I was still a good guy. And, yeah. Uh, then I, I got better and I was like, Hey, I've got this idea to become the champion of the whole company. And the whole company was like, yeah, let's do that. Uh, so then I turned heel and basically won the Royal rumble, uh, to crown a new champion. And, uh, yeah. And then I was very mean to people, which it's really easy to be a bad guy when your character's from another country. Cause it's super simple. Like oh, yeah. we, we wrestled in an armory and uh our like big giant wrestlemania event was called the finale and uh it took place on uh, on september 11th that year uh nine years after september 11th had happened and okay one of the other <laughs> this is yeah uh i was very careful with how i did this one of the other workers in the company uh, was uh in the armed forces. And so I went to him before I ever even went to anyone else with this idea. And I said, Hey, I've got this idea of interrupting a moment of silence for nine 11. <laughs> Would you be offended? And he was like, if you don't do it, I will be offended. 
and like he had served and he, you know. Oh no. Oh no. I need to hear the rest <laughs> of the story. I know. Stay tuned next week for <laughs> the ultimate. The, we're going to have a moment of silence and maybe he'll bump back in and interrupt it. <laughs> um, do you follow that uh, at all? I I have followed very, very, very little. I love it for its pageantry. It's more or less a stunt show is what I tell people. If you look at it as yeah. a stunt show, oh. then you'll love it. But the people that are like, oh, it's fake. I'm like, oh, no shit. Like, yeah, it's fake. It's a, it's a, it's a stunt show. It's a little bit of drama and acting. Yeah, no, like, it's, it's a... It's, that's fine. That's I like I to call I'm it watching. a redneck soap opera um, because yeah. that's, I mean, how I've always seen it. Um but yeah, I I've been to a few Dominions. Uh, every time they come to Orlando, it's fun to go. The, the tickets aren't aren't expensive. It's just fun to go and just like yell "you suck" or whatever, whatever we're chanting at the time. I just love chants. I love starting chants. It's like my favorite thing in the world. Where like a whole crowd of people is just like, "Yeah, you can't wrestle." Doom, doom, you know, like, doom, doom, doom. Just yelling at somebody. Okay, yeah. Chanting's fun. Hello. Hey, you're back. Okay. All right, we need to know. <laughs> well, you've already forgotten. Uh, that's on you. Um, <laughs> no, uh, where, okay, where did I cut out? Because I'm, I'm, I'm figuring the moment out this of silence. I'm figuring out this app. Um, did I talk about going to talk to the, the, um, okay, yeah, and he yeah, said yeah. yes. Uh, he said, if you don't do it, I'm going to be mad at you. Uh, so I definitely, I wanted his like approval. And if he'd said no, then I definitely wouldn't have even brought it up to anybody else. Um, and so they go out there and they're like, we're going to take a moment of silence for, you know, uh, all of the people that we lost on that day, da, 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 da. And about three seconds into the moment of silence, my music hits. And I come out, interrupt a moment of silence, and uh, people threw garbage at me, and uh, I got booed to death, and it was just so... It's just... I'm, I'm not, I'm like, it was you great. Want, it's yeah. Being a heel is so much better than being a face. I enjoy both of But, but being a heel was way... Uh, more freeing, and I, I got to express myself more artistically as a heel. Um, oh, yes. It's more fun, especially like in indie wrestling, probably, where it's mostly like adults going to it and like more like just hardcore it's, it's wrestling lot, fans who would just appreciate It's a lot of kids, too. Um, you, you, I, cu- I couldn't go yeah. uh, completely overboard. Um, yeah, especially with like <laughs> local indie stuff, it's a lot of families. Um, so you can't do right. like if it, if it had been ROH, man, I'd have done. Uh, yeah, I'd have, I'd have <laughs> whatever done whatever want. I wanted, but but the families take their their kids to these things where people get cut open and fall off ladders and stuff like that. But God forbid you should say a fuck word. Mm. I love <laughs> the South. Fuck. Yeah, the South is such a interesting place. I I've been here all my life, Hunter. Real quick, you live in Tennessee? I do. Well, um, I live across the state line in Virginia. Oh, okay, okay. So you're up, you're up north, uh, like up near like Kingsport, then area. Yeah, yeah that's where oh, I, okay. I, I build myself out of Johnson City, Tennessee. Okay, dope, dope. I I'm from Clarksville, Tennessee. Oh, cool, so cool, cool. I'm, yeah, the other half. <laughs> but cool. Oh, it feels so good to have a bunch of like Tennessee-ish stuff going on 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 the podcast for once. <laughs> You're you are always here, Gabe. Always. Also, I guess we should mention we both changed our Instagram. We did. Uh, Gym leader Gabe <laughs> is such a good Instagram handle. I love it. I man, 
it really sums it up really what does. Person. I I updated it on uh, the R on the on the casual nerdy Instagram uh, this afternoon, I, and I, I, I that should have been my no. job, I think. But thank you. For it's all good, Marco. I I I updated mine to Dungeons and Dylans, um, because I love. Was Dylans and Dragons it, taken, or did you? Just I like liked that one it better? because it. I I thought about Dylans and Dragons, but Dungeons and Dylans kind of has a flow to it. It's like it's like Dungeons and oh, he's gonna say Dragon. Oh no, he's saying Dylans. All right. Yeah, I, no, I get that. It's like this. I know what this guy's about. He's he loves he loves D and D, and he's also a like... huge fan of sex dungeons. So it like tells everything that you need to know. <laughs> Bro, if you only saw my cross space. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Yeah, I. That's a great name. If you ever did like a D and D podcast, Dungeons and Dylans. Oh man. Yeah, like you should bleep this out just in case somebody needs Dylan. Multiple Dylans out there. You can't have it. Yeah, you you shan't. This is this is podcast yeah. copyright uh, market twenty nine oh seven. Uh, well, on, the, on the time, really can't get the Instagram name. So that's true. That's for sure. Which is half the battle. So when I was looking for a name for the gym, I was like Google. I would Instagram something like, "Dang, it's taken." So if somebody sees it taken, I'm surprised it. that Clean and Sober Soap ex- didn't already exist. Like, yeah, it, it's really good. I'm on your Etsy right now. It's uh, yeah, well, yeah. A, a friend of mine was like. What if you called it sober soap? And I was like, clean and sober soap. Oh my god, we did it! Um, and then I and then I made the logo that night, and uh, yeah, I did the logo and like I do all the packaging. Yeah, again, it's literally all me, and I don't know why I say we. No, dude, it <laughs> it's the best thing in the world. It just it just feels good because you're like, yeah, this is a it's like I said, you're wearing a lot of hats. It's a we effort. I'm sure you talk to yourself while you do it. Like, I mean, it's like, it's all good. It's like, we're, we're getting through this. We can handle I'm gonna this. Give, I'm going to give my, my, my dog and my cat titles so that I can feel like when I'm talking to them while I'm doing all of this. What do we want to do? Good call. I, I like, good call. I like not, where your head's at. Just about this gets going places. every creative project I do, like uh, my, my wife and I, we have a YouTube channel. When you watch the intro, it says edited um edited by luna and whiskey which is my dog and my cat <laughs> and then it's it's a production design by ariana and lupin like they're they've got credits like everything i do any project i work on i'm like yeah i don't know my my pets have been with me through all of this so it, it's yeah. a big old we Big old we. Uh, I did. I did forget to tell tell you uh, something, Gabe. I, I did something on Friday that I've always wanted to do. Okay. So I I like uh, going into abandoned buildings. The bougie term is urban explorer, uh, but I just like going okay. into places I probably shouldn't go into because it's fun. Um, the real term. is <laughs> Hey. <laughs> If a minority does it, it's trespassing. If a white person does it, it's urban explorer. Hey, that's the best. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're um, out here gentrifying <laughs> trespassing. <laughs> Wait, continue, no, it's okay. Uh, and I, I also, uh, as also super white thing to do, uh, I, I've been ghost hunting before, and my father-in-law goes, Dylan, 
do you want to go ghost hunting with me Friday night at this abandoned building in Kentucky? And I was like, yeah, man, I would love to do that. So, and we got permission to do it. And as we're like the week leading up to it, he'll like text me like, Hey, I found out that uh, the building was built in the thirties. Cool, 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 cool. So it's old. And he texts me again. Uh, he's like, Hey, uh, I, I just found out that the building, um, it, uh, it was once a car shop. I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's neat. It was once an apartment. Oh, that's cool. It was once a brothel. All right. Okay. Ho ghosts. Creepy. I love it. <laughs> I love host. Thank you. We, we get in the car and we're about 45 minutes into this drive. Got another 45 minutes to go. And my father-in-law looks at me and goes, Dylan, I forgot to tell you one last thing. And at this point, I'm like, this is the bad thing. This is the thing. Like, he waited to get me in the car <laughs> to tell me. He goes, Dylan, during Halloween time, this 7,000-square-foot uh, this building is used as a haunted house. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, they get to, like, people just kind of go in and walk around and, like, see it? He goes, no. There's a maze. There's animatronics. There's bodies. There's all kinds of scary shit inside of this building that's still up. I'm like, wait. You're telling me that I get to go into an abandoned building that is also an abandoned haunted house? Because I fucking love haunted houses. <laughs> it was so much fun. There was so much scary shit in there. It was, it was I had a ball. So I, I just sent you guys all a text. Of a meme I saw the other day that I meant that I saved onto my phone that I meant to send you or or put on Karina's wall for her birthday. Um, it's that meme of like it's a picture of a bunch of like <laughs> a family. You, you see it now. It's like a family of three or four of like white people like with a box running, and it says, um, "What does it say?" It says, "Realtor, the house is haunted as fuck, and everyone that lives here dies." And says, so "White people," and they're all running with the boxes to move in. Dude, it's so true. It's so true. I. Man, I love the one. I didn't. Really... I love the one where it's like the kid. He's telling the kid a bedtime story or whatever, and the kid's like, "Dad, can we go to a haunted house this year?" And he's like, "What? This house isn't haunted enough for you?" And he's like, "What? He's like, go yeah. to bed." <laughs> <laughs> and then just disappear. I love it. Oh um, man, I love but, white people. Yeah, no, it. I the whole time on Snapchat, I was like, "On oh, my white people shit." Yeah, I got your snaps and I was loving it. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, so I, I I had a I had a red letter day Friday, and then Sunday was my wife's birthday, and we went to go see a movie for her birthday. What movie was it? Ooh. We saw Aladdin. <gasps> wow! Did you guys happen to see it? I I also did. did. I have a <gasps> wow. I, I have AMC A list, so I watch everything. Oh, she's is, got money. Is that is that nice? It is the best. Uh, and oh I, okay, I'm gonna say that Gabe, you live in a, a bigger city, so you should definitely get it because it's it's twenty dollars a okay. month, and you can see three movies a week. It's not like it's not like Movie Pass oh. was, where it was like three a month or whatever. It's three a week. And it counts for all of them. It, you, you don't have to like pay up for 3D. You don't have to pay extra for IMAX. It is everything, and it's twenty dollars a month. And I've I spent I went to the movies on uh, Friday as well and saw Booksmart and Brightburn because uh, I saw Aladdin on Thursday. So in three days, 
I spent I, I spent <laughs> what would have been like thirty three dollars, thirty five dollars at the movies, but because I had already seen movies this month, uh, it was all free because I paid twenty dollars a month. Yeah. For the- well, eventually, hopefully, this will well, actually this will become a business, and then we can just get like our tax write off on that. Oh, <laughs> that'd be the that dream. That is the dream. Also, how was Brightburn? I, really uh, I saw a review for it that said, uh, like they they were like they had this idea for an evil Superman, and that's all they had. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a accurate review of that movie. Uh, it's not very good. Uh, it's just it's just not very good and then and then right okay. it's it's like extremely violent like when the kid uh, kills people it's like gruesome and you're like uh what hold on nothing prepared you for this at all i feel like that happened in post like somebody was like we you know what I'm saying? Like somebody <laughs> felt like, oh, we need to do something to differentiate this. So they were like, let's just make the deaths horribly violent. <laughs> we got a CGI budget. We got some money left. We got, we got, we got Premiere Pro. Let's do this. There's only one like big name actor. I think. Uh, what's the name of Pam's jerky boyfriend from The Office? Oh, from the early seasons. Oh, oh, uh, Jim. <laughs> oh, oh, how dare oh, you, sir? Bring it out. You're gonna get some fan mail. <laughs> we will oh, get letters. I am just joking. Just Jim season eight. No. Um, what's his name? Dang oh it. God, is it Rob? Isn't he the dad though? Yes, he is. Um, is and then Elizabeth Banks is the okay. mother. And then like, there's um, the they're like his uncle is somebody you've seen and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and James Gunn's girlfriend uh, is in it. <laughs> so just wait for wait for it to come out on Redbox or pay twenty dollars a month and then see it. Correct. Uh, <laughs> well, Booksmart. Booksmart's great. Oh, Booksmart. Oh really god. Good. Perfect. That's all I needed to hear. I have so many movies. I have so many movies to see. So, I'm for it. But speaking of movies, we've seen Aladdin. Aladdin. Are we are we a lad in? Are we a lad out? What do we think? Uh, I'm an a lad in. Okay. Well, how many Will Smith ha-has out of five would you give? It? I'd give it three ha-has. Three Will Smith yeah. ha-has. That's solid. How about you, Hunter? How many Will Smith ha-has? I, I am also gonna say three. Well, maybe three point five. We'll go with that. That's like a seventy, right? Seven. That is. 70, if we're doing point fives, I change. agree. I'll give it a point five as well. It's. Uh, I don't think it deserves a okay. sixty, but it. It will say seventy. I'll give it uh, two. Will Smith, you done round me up. Out of out of five. Three point five <laughs> in West Philadelphia is born and raised. <laughs> I love it. All right. So all right, let's. We we spoil right away. Also, we don't do non spoilers. Yeah. So if 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 you came here for a non spoiler review, uh, I hope you enjoyed the first part of this uh, this podcast because also it's been out in, since nineteen ninety three technically. So. And they don't change jack shit. They don't even try to change. Uh, Jasmine gets a a stupid music video out of nowhere. For no <laughs> okay. Reason. Can I tell you? 
she started singing and they disappeared and I went, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> she was the best singer in the movie. Oh yeah, I definitely. Think. She's my favorite part of the movie. Uh, I liked Will Smith. I liked Will Smith a lot. Um, I liked I liked his performance. His decisions that he made were very good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I liked Nassim Badrid. Um, I kind of like how she's just showing up and stuff now. Yes. Oh, yeah. Go from uh, however, yeah. because I she's great because she's I know. I, I know her from stuff and everything. So like at the very beginning, you're already, if you're aware of her and uh, how yeah. she sounds, you already know the twist. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Karina leans over to me and she goes, I'm going to call this movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep, yep. I caught that later than I'm proud to admit, but I still call like, it pretty <laughs> As, as her path, one like, line, I was like, "Oh, that's okay." So they get married. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like. Well, once, once, once I realized Will Smith was um, gonna turn human and not just get set free, like not just be like going to Disney or whatever. Yeah. Robin Williams did the original. Well, they need to, they need I to come back for the the cartoon series. <laughs> yeah. Well. I I really like. Yeah, there's a lot of issues going on. That's an episode all in itself. The Robin Williams versus Disney. Oh yeah. Debacle, but we'll get to that some other time. So, Hunter, what what did you love? What did you like most about the movie? Um, I, I again, I liked Jasmine. Um, I think uh, I read a review that said, uh, it, like in five years, we're we're probably not even going to remember that this was a movie. Um, we're, we're yeah, true. Like, it's been one, the one thing that we're going to remember about it is like this was the thing where Naomi Scott like broke through, and like it's going to become something yeah, big. I and that. I like I I believe that to be the case. Like I saw the Power Rangers movie. Uh, I did not because she's the Pink Ranger in the Power Rangers movie. Um, okay. And uh, I, I boy I just didn't care for it. Uh, and and I was all I watched it on a plane where like you have to watch the movie because. There's nothing else to do. You're trapped on the plane. I love when people are, are telling me about their movie experiences, and it starts with I watched it on a plane. That is like one of my favorite sentences, and I hear it all the time. And I'm just, it's always a trap. I saw <laughs> Spy Kids 2 on a plane. Spy Kids 2 is underrated. I love Spy Kids 2. Thank Steve you. Steve Grimm is in that thing. Dropping. Yes. I cried in the Man, first Spike movie. Robert Rodriguez can either make a good movie or a big old turd. Those are my favorite things. So big old turds or uh, good and or bad movies. Perfect. I Robert Rodriguez has them in spades. <laughs> is he the one directing Dora or no? Is wait is Robert Rodriguez doing Dora? Is he directing Dora the Explorer? I don't know. I, I don't. Know Danny Trico's in it. Think so. I don't think so either. It doesn't seem like a Nickelodeon decision. Yeah. To get Robert Rodriguez. Anyways, not the not important. We're talking about Aladdin. Anyways, I would agree that I think she could break out from this. I hope she does. I think the weirdest. I think the weirdest really thing well. about this movie is that it's a Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. And I think they got him in the hopes of like his, because they did a lot of his his gimmick, the uh, the speed and up it just kind of. 
like that just sequences. oh god for me it, it, it pulled me out so much well okay so this the speed okay i i liked the story i liked the little things that they did just a little bit different i liked all the character choices i liked the fleshing out the cinematography was garbage the lighting guy was just like you know what it's the desert. There's just sun everywhere. The poor, they were just like, we're going to put a light up and just shine down. There were no shadows anywhere. So it was like obviously a set and it broke my heart right. and it hurt so bad. Um, but the speeding up of the characters, like the foreground and the back, I was like, what is this? Nothing is working cohesively. I'm just sucked out. And it was 30 minutes long, about 30 minutes longer than the original Aladdin. But I felt like it rushed through the story of Aladdin. Stuff. Yeah. So I don't know where the thirty minutes went, other than her music video. Yeah. At that one point. I. Yeah. No, I, I, I really, I, I liked it though. It, it was good. Will Smith was good. I liked the things that he brought to the character. Because I, before, walking in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. You don't wow me. Up. I'm the genie hey. of the lamp. I can sing <laughs> rap and dance. No. I, Karina goes, break me off a piece of that. Klondike Chrysler car. No, I, okay, no, sorry, go ahead, Karina. No, she, she watched um, the gentleman who played Aladdin dance and she goes, oh. the dancing was good. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, there was a little bit too much Bollywood influence in it for me, but yeah, I'm like, I, it was still good, so I liked it. Um, I was a little disappointed too because I thought "Friend Like Me" was awesome. Oh, so did I. I, I was, I didn't expect him to lean that into the crazy of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because when I saw the the clip for Prince Ali, it seemed toned down. Yes. Um. So, but I didn't expect him to be like, "Oh, they're actually going like a monkey's playing the drums." Like, <laughs> they're actually going pretty, pretty all out for this. And then it's just more disappointing when they well, got I to think, Prince Ali. I think it, it makes so sense because with with friend like me, you have to go overboard to show this character that that what he's seeing is something he's never seen before. Uh, yeah, Prince right. Ali, they have to show these people that it's something they've never seen before, but they also have to keep it somewhat grounded in reality so that it's not, so, you know, so that it's not too weird for the other humans to see this. No, I I get that, yeah, because they're not supposed to know he's a genie. He's just supposed to be Will Smith. Yeah. Um. I just Prince Ali is probably one is probably my favorite Disney song, so I was going to probably not like it no matter what they did. If I'm being honest, um, that's respectable, especially because I feel like these remakes are just animation is my favorite anything at any medium, and I feel like it doesn't really get respect as like art as much as other films do. Yeah. And so these remakes kind of like validate that. My, I think. Just because like, wh- why can't Aladdin just exist? But uh, my, fine. everything's fine. Beauty and the Beast losing Best Picture would like to speak. My stance yeah. on these live action, they, they all just feel hollow. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like Easter, like Easter chocolate bunnies, you see them and they're like, oh shit, look at that big giant chocolate bunny. That's going to be great to eat. And then you bite into it and you realize it's just an empty shell. Like, that's what the live action movies are. Metaphors. Metaphors. 
Yeah, no, I I think we've talked about this once on the podcast, but I would have loved it more if they just did a Les Mis and just made the musicals movies. That way it can be live action. It can be something a little different. You just put the musical, like you, you can get the same cast from the original like Broadway, just make it make the movie version of it. Like Les Mis it and then releasing the theaters. You still get the nostalgia. You still get something new because usually the, the Broadway, the Broadway plays add a little something anyways, a song yeah. or two. So I would have liked that more than just a remake. Let us have the original. That way I didn't just pay twenty dollars a month to just see this movie I already saw. But now it's, well, hey, it's but now it's just sponsor of the word. podcast. Yeah, for real, sponsor of AMC. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was looking forward to it because I was like, maybe they're gonna put the uh, their when Aladdin came back and did his reprise uh, for Street Rat. Uh, Riff Raff. Uh, he he could not sing very well. Yeah, he really couldn't. And he was like, he sang like William Shatner. Street <laughs> Rat. He Riff put some weird rat. pauses I, and emphasis on some weird syllables. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're doing, bro. I mean, like, I know what you're doing, but do I? Um, but I, I was really hoping that they were going to put Proud of Your Boy. Um, that oh, like the, the one. song? Yeah, I was really I was like, <laughs> No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's. There's so a name few I people will heard. get a Clay Aiken reference. Hey, <laughs> that's what's I on did. my my DVD copy of Aladdin. Aiken version. <laughs> um, then Ruben comes out as the, oh, man. As the genie. That would actually probably be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that's another it thing was... that doesn't work for. That's another I thing didn't realize really I had so much American Idol knowledge. Just um, people from the second season. That's it. It is season two. <laughs> Where's David Archuleta? I think it's Anchilada. Uh, Doctor Pepper commercials. <laughs> <laughs> he, he really Dr. is. He's... Okay, he's we're rebranding. We're now an American Idol podcast because we all know way too much about American Idol. So. Oh man, a whole uh, new world was so underwhelming. It didn't even exist. Exactly. I more like a like, non-existent world. They they went around a couple of sand dunes, right? They didn't go anywhere important. There was no Sphinx getting his they nose didn't chopped off. Show a whole yeah, new world. They, they just showed more of the same world, more sand that she'd already seen, right? Like it. And, it, 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 it uh, I did. And Arabian Nights wasn't good, and boy, I liked Arabian I, Nights. I was a fan. Of Will it. Smith was auto tuned, and it was distracting. I didn't like. I wish it was live singing. I know most movies don't do that, but that took a lot of the movie out of me too. But also, one of them with a good, only one person with a good singer. I mean, Will Smith is fine, but I wish it. That took a lot out of the movie for me too. I wish it wasn't as polished as it was. The, like it literally the, felt like a music video when Jasmine yeah. did a little thing. The the Sultan was just really weird, and like all of his lines seemed like hyped force. It took to all of the charm. Yeah. The Sultan was one of the most charming characters in the animated version, and then they- yeah, the Sultan to me could have been like a Josh Gad. <laughs> yeah, I, I okay, Jafar. Mm. I wish you would go Jafar we- away from that movie. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't know if, any, if that was going to hit or not. It no, it hit. I liked Jafar. I didn't like some of his acting choices, like, but 
what I like what they did, they gave him a little bit more backstory. Right. Like his little conversation with Aladdin on the sand dune. He was like, I was a street rat. And then like, I rose up. I was like, okay, I like this. We get a little bit, a little bit of Jafar. And then I like that they actually use that later on when he stole the lamp yeah. back from Aladdin. I was like, oh my gosh, we're doing a callback. That's dope. That's good writing. You know what's uh, good writing? Anytime a villain forgets their powers. Yes. And he teleports people a scene, and then next scene, he just had the giant bird chase them instead of teleporting them back to him with hey, the man. lamp. Also, why didn't Jasmine just rub the lamp when she got it from Jafar? I thought that immediately. Jasmine, how about you, you use your brain? You had the lamp. Just give it a rub. Now you all get wishes. <laughs> now you have five wishes stored up. Or four I... wishes, whatever Aladdin had left. Then throw it to dad, throw it to Sultan. He can give it a rub. Bring back your dead mom. Or so- oh, no, we can't do that. But <laughs> I could they, like, can't bring back the my... dead, but could you, like, create a new person? Could you, like, clone Maybe. With her, just somebody <laughs> explain all her characteristics. Like, make yeah, this make me someone that looks like this. Also, I'm going to be that guy, devil's advocate or whatever, and say what everybody thinks about Aladdin anyways, and be like, the the whole, like, drama at the end where like oh she has to marry a prince he wished to be a prince he didn't wish yeah. to look like a prince genie made him a prince that wish doesn't just disappear but like, there's still no he's still not a prince no of like he doesn't he uh but he's not a prince of anywhere <laughs> but he wished yeah. to be so genie did not fulfill that wish. that's true so literally all he had to – literally lost sucked back then. He literally just had to like buy sand, like a little spot of sand and be like, that's Agrabah. I'm technically a prince. Marry but me. also we're applying logic to a movie what has genies. <laughs> and well, snake sorcerers. they made it a live-action remake. If this was animated, I wouldn't care, but they wanted it to be real. Like that's that's real my stance on, on like when everybody was like talking about all the plot holes in, in Endgame. Right, and I was like, "Oh, you mean all the right. stuff didn't add up in this movie about magic space rocks?" <laughs> you just have to sh- like put away all that stuff and just watch it. Like, I that that's one of the things that I've gotten to as I've gotten old. like, especially with like Game of Thrones and like the weird travel time that it takes people to like from one place to mm-hmm. another, and then other seasons it takes them like forever to travel. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Fuck it, they got dragons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You gotta suspend uh, your belief. I'm okay with suspending belief, but anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not gonna be that guy. But you know what's scarier than a giant bird? A yeah, giant I'm snake. mad that there. Why was there no giant, no giant snake? snake? No, like was... hot evil Jasmine. Why is it that Jasmine in red was way hotter than Jasmine in blue when you were a kid? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Slave Jasmine in the same exact outfit. Slave Leia, slave Jasmine. Anytime somebody's a slave. It, just it they brings it up to eleven as a kid, I guess. So two things I noticed about like no like sexy Jasmine was also that there was no um if and a friend like me the part where he's like hey looky here and like the 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 dancing girls like show up yeah. and everything that was replaced with the beatboxing yeah and I was like oh okay I see what you're doing. And then Jasmine didn't do her, didn't do like the whole slave lamp thing. The lamp thing. 
he, he didn't do this induction thing to get the lamp and then see like that whole sequence at the end in the animated movie like where uh the carpet gets unraveled and abu gets turned into the toy and Rob gets turned into the baby cat yeah. and she gets locked in the giant time the hourglass that's all awesome and none of that was in this one and so like the climax of this movie didn't yeah, it, I did not climax during the climax. Um, and that's what I'm also, to my point, Genie made Jafar a sorcerer. He didn't make him look like a sorcerer. He just made Aladdin look like a prince. Yeah. Do you understand my my, my frustration? You're coming back to this. I like Yeah, it. I am. Like, <laughs> I'm getting more angry than what we talked about. Also dumb, a... T- Oh, literally, I think it's only like a 60-second song, but it's probably my favorite song in Aladdin. The Jafar reprise Prince Ali song. Prince Ali? Would have fit super organically into this movie, but they didn't do it. I don't know if it's because Homeboy can't sing, but Jafar literally talks that song anyways. Yeah. So it should have been in the movie instead of whatever version of that first music video Jasmine got was. I was so... Pull, like I know what you're doing, I I get it, I see it, I'm for it, all about it, but also, what? Also, in the same movie, Will Smith called her hot. Like, what okay, is this, the eighties. That that was the that was the other like the like okay, so we're not gonna show the the dancing girls, totally cool. We're not gonna show slave Leia Jasmine, and then we're just gonna be like, her your princess was hot. Where is she? It's like, <laughs> okay. I was like, all right. You yeah. don't like that. Interesting. Like, that made even... uncomfortable in the movie. <laughs> well, he also does the, the like in the uh, street rat. One jump ahead. Um, he uh, there's the where he falls into the, like the weird brothel thing. And there's the yeah. damn, I think he, like yeah. that. Like that was all there still. I don't know. Right. So what? Are, what are we doing, Disney? What's appropriate? What's not? Yeah, know. they they don't know. James Gunn doesn't know either. Um, <laughs> True. So, what else was yeah. dumb in this movie? What else? Was dumb? <laughs> uh, you know, I again, I, 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 didn't, I didn't care for for animated uh, Abu. You yeah. didn't like Abu? Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Abu either. He seemed more of a nuisance in this movie than in than the, a best buddy. Than in than yeah than like a good friend. Which the only time he really got helpful was when Aladdin was going to drown. Yeah, um, was when he got the carpet. Also, when carpet got ripped, that was the most emotional I was attached to a character at all. When the carpet got a little ripped, I was like, oh, "The carpet, no, the carpet, <laughs> the carpet. He's innocent. He's just I, being a friend." I, I'll tell you one thing that I really did like uh, when Abu touched the ruby, and then the Cave of Wonders exploded. That shot of him standing on the yeah. very top when the walls exploding out with lava, uh, I was in the theater. I audibly went, "Oh no!" <laughs> like, it was that was a very good shot, and like that scene in the way it played yeah, was really it, good. I was like, "Oh dear!" What? <laughs> that, same, that same sequence I said out loud, the cave of wonders of <laughs> a dick, because the he just he was like he was face. trying to help. Yeah, he's being a helpful little monkey. Oh, like that's not fair. That poor monkey literally just caught it. 
Also, why is Aladdin climbing? Send the monkey to climb. He's a monkey. And he obviously uh, I've already you. shown that the monkey can't be trusted. <laughs> yeah. He, caught, he just caught it. <laughs> he did. And then he was, that was a dick move. And yeah, Aladdin was like, yo, you should have just caught me, dude. That princess caught. Where is she? <laughs> I I liked I really liked the Oh gosh, what is it? It's got a proper name, but like the whole like Aladdin not realizing that Jasmine was the princess and Oh this. yeah, the little like back and forth there, yeah. Yeah, no that that was that was nice. I was like, this is this is cute. I, I some I'm of the in... jokes, especially the ones that like were with the handmaiden were a little like uh gaggy. Not gaggy, what's the word I'm looking for? They were gaggy. Like they were like just like, Oh, we're doing this where she's like, Oh yes, I am the princess. Like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying now. And like I just yeah. felt like she's a better like comedic actress than that. Um the handmaid, I don't know her name, but Hunter does. I I agree. I liked there were two moments with Jafar in the beginning of the movie that set me up for thinking that the ending was going to be just really really good. Um I like a villain that you get to see like be a bad guy, right. not any this like it when he was just like, "Okay, I have no use for you." and kills yeah. a dude. Yeah, same. and then I love that part too. And then Aladdin where he's like tied up, he goes, "Okay, one shot." Tell me. Nope. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Like, didn't even care. I'm like, that's good villainy. Also, I'm here for it. Uh, there's a scene where he sniffs Jasmine's hair, and that is all yeah. that's creepy. Oh, I didn't yeah, see it's that. Like one of the first times that she, like she's like told to leave. Or I think it's the scene where like he's trying to convince the Sultan to go attack that other country, and then she comes in and stops it or whatever, and then she's leaving, and he's delivering the line about like being seen and not heard or whatever and he smells her hair and she catches him doing it uh, or she, maybe he just like because he's behind her and like he leans in really close and isn't saying anything to her and I was like is he sniffing her is that what's happening right now because that's always a good way to set up a creepy villain uh, yeah I mean the princess um, was hot so yeah no that hair yeah, no, I, I, I like Genie. I like that they gave a really solid reason for him not being blue. Right, yeah, he just had to be human. That was like, cool. That all of my, which, my previous grievances are gone now. Which, you, alas, even in a, when he's doing Prince Ali, Robin Williams made himself human. Yeah. Like, it looked weird, but it's, that, it's fine. Um, man, I didn't like... Iago, I, I wish they did more. Like he just looks like a parrot. Well, they, they, they tried to yeah. do these weird things where they based it in reality more, and I guess you, you have to do that when it's live action. But like Iago was one of the ones that was lost there, and Abu was one of the ones that's lost there because they try to base it in reality. You lose some of that. Yeah, because clearly, like Abu was was relatively sentient like he understood everything Aladdin was saying so that was fine so why couldn't Iago just be like he's a parrot like I am okay if a parrot talks that's not I, gonna just, that's not gonna be like oh unrealistic in the same movie where a genie exists 
I I always kind of felt that that Iago was some kind of experiment or some type of sorcery training type right. type product. Exactly. How was that with Gilbert Godfrey when he didn't get the call for this movie? Probably. Well, it's yeah, Disney, so they have to use Alan Tudyk for everything, which I don't... Of course. <laughs> they could have just got anybody, any real parent, to just make words. Like, he didn't say anything that was, like, that a real parent could say. <laughs> he went, fascinating. Yeah, he <laughs> <So> fascinating. <laughs> and multiple like, times he went, second, or whatever, whatever triggered Jafar. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that little callback where... He just hated being second best, or yeah. like know your place, Jafar. So there, this movie did a lot of things good, and a lot of things oh. just really <laughs> confusing. <laughs> so <laughs> it just it, it just made uh, it made a yeah less decisions. Yeah, you know, no, I will say that it's the, the weird speed of the editing that was bad. I will say that. that was it, it, it pulled me out so much. Like Jasmine and Aladdin jump onto the, the, the carriage, and like they're riding away, like in the very beginning. And I'm just like, everybody in the background is moving like normal speed, and you're moving at like sem- like so much One quicker. One jump ahead of the, you know. Yeah, they're like twelve jumps ahead of the bread line. <laughs> I, no, it, and then like I. I haven't been able to find out why there's so much like Indian and Bollywood influence like in Aladdin, both the 1992 version and this one, and it's real weird to me. They don't ever really yeah. specifically but... state where Agrabah is. Uh, orig- originally, in the original writing, it was Baghdad and Iraq. Um, so, I mean. And then apparently I was reading something this morning that, and I, I don't know how true this is, but apparently a, the story of Aladdin is a Chinese story, uh, and it's not that. in and it's not in a, um, oh gosh, yeah, strike that from the record. I'm not editing out of the podcast, but I I, I need to do more research on it. It's fine, but we don't do research. Yeah. I saw this one Reddit comment. The oh man, no. So, what? What, Gabe? What was your favorite part of the movie? Mm, I think, I think, friend like me was probably my favorite. Like the most entertained I was, and I was yeah. expected because I, I I was going into it re- expecting like a watered down like eh, this is gonna be just like the poor man's genie, you know? Yeah. And so I was pleasantly surprised. They kind of set me up for like, oh, okay, this is going to be, this is going to be okay. Like we talked about last week, well, it would have been like super easy, but a mistake for them to just be like, hey, Kevin Hart, come be, come be a genie. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of happy they went that direction, which I was always on. I understood right when the casting was announced what they were going to do and how different it was going to be, but still kind of be like the same kind of charm of the genie had. Like yeah. I understood it. Um, but then some of the stuff got leaked out, and everybody was like, "Oh, don't like that." But, <laughs> um, so I think that really like got me on board. I kind of like the fake out too with the first little friend like me, where he was just like, 
just the drum beat. And then yes. he was like, "Nah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to eleven now." <laughs> I I respected that so much. Yeah. Um, Hunter, what was your? What would you say your favorite? Um, film was? Uh, you know what? I liked the music videos. <laughs> the, 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 Speechless, talking about what David's song is, what he sings. I, then again, it's because I, I guess I liked her so much that I was like, oh, of course, singing. Um, and, then, and then to turn yeah. that into that, and then literally, like, Jafar's ish. Like, that was, I think that was a really cool thing. Like, it sets her up as, like, yeah, she's a badass. She, it made, it, it, it the original Jasmine was a good character, but this Jasmine got uh, got to be much more than the original Jasmine, and, uh, and, and I like to bring up the show. Um, that I really liked the I really, yeah, I liked her song. I, I liked all the stuff, the awkward stuff with uh, Genie and the scene which we did, the like uh, take a walk like like humans do, uh, and stuff like that, and all the weird jam lines. Like, I kind of can't get more back up. But uh, I would say, yeah, I guess, I guess Jasmine. Jasmine was my favorite part of the movie. That's I like fair. It. She was, she was a good part of the film. I respect that choice. I love it. How about yours, Dylan? Oh, uh, Lord, they're not the lighting <laughs> guy. Um, <laughs> I I've almost actually like looked up who did the lighting to like see what else they've worked on. Um, but no, I, I really like friend like me. I, I, I just liked how human Will Smith's genie was. Yeah. Like he took it in such a different direction and like a lot of his character choices just like really translated really well. Um, and I, I liked the little bit of the, the good, like, friendship that you saw. It was more of a human relationship between him and the guy that played Aladdin. I like the guy that plays Aladdin's acting. Yeah. But not the singing. But... He also had, like, you know, Aladdin had that little, like, almost, like, smolder smile. Like, hey, I'm just yeah. a charming little riffraff. He had that really well, too. I yeah. He had, like, a nice oh, he was, smile. Oh, he was hella handsome. Uh, he, was all, he was very much hella handsome, yeah. All, all the, all the cute street rat vibes. I picked up on it. <laughs> I, oh god. Dude, so, another funny part that I laughed outside to myself, like just like maybe twenty seconds ago, um, <laughs> when Jafar became Sultan, and you know how like the guards like saluted, like they kind of like banged their chest, kind of like yeah. I don't know. If, I'm pretty much the only anime fan, like hardcore anime fan, but uh, they kind of salute the same way you do an Attack on Titan, where you like slam your chest, kind of. <laughs> um, and so like. <laughs> the scene where Jafar becomes Sultan, he goes, "You serve me now, Rakim. I think it, I think his name's Rakim or Hakim. Um, you ser- you serve the Sultan, like whatever." Um, and then he does the salute, but that was the first time we see the salute. And so, just watching it live in my head, it looks like he was because he had like thirty seconds of like, "Who do I serve? Like, what am I doing?" But it, it almost looked like what he decided to do was just like fuck this, I'm gonna stab himself the way he saluted, yeah. which would have been the best solution to his problem if he just like fuck this. This is somebody yeah. else's problem. In the chat, he gets his own micro music video. Fuck this, I'm out. 
<laughs> like, I was just halfway. I was like, oh, I kind of jumped. Like, he just stabbed himself. I respect that choice as a film director. <laughs> He's like, I don't do conflict resolution well, <laughs> and I can't throw all of you in a gel. So, right. <laughs> bye. But that so that didn't happen. But my my did you all happened, so just wanted to did you all notice? So when they escape the cave of wonder first, and they're um and so then they're out there talking about his wishes and like uh, becoming a prince and everything in the background. Did you all notice the magic carpet uh, building a castle? Yes, and then it throws the sand over it yeah. to do the fucking Tinkerbell thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, it, look at that! Yeah, look at that! Do it. There was a few like Disney park calls in the like when he's looking at the map and yeah. he's trying to find Agrabah. Is a um, fantasy they showed, land. They showed Fantasyland, Fantasyland, which I frequent a lot for obvious reasons. <laughs> I I always enjoy watching Disney movies to see like what little like Pixar. I love watching Pixar movies to, like yep. watch where they hide things. So it it's always very pleasing. Lilo and Stitch is my favorite. I know, and I don't know if you got those Snapchats, Dylan, but I found a Dumbo plush in Lilo and Stitch in Lilo's room, yes. and then I saw like a sign that said Mulan on it in Lonnie. in Nani's she's room. Mulan, yeah, she has the room. poster uh, in her room, uh, and then I think there's also like a, a store in town called Mulan. Right. Little little known fact about Lilo and Stitch: they use um, soundtrack. Uh, pieces from this uh, small artist that visited Hawaii a lot. His name was uh, Elvis Presley. Uh, <laughs> I've not. It is, didn't he have like a like a house in Tennessee or something? He, uh, yeah, near like I think it's um, Gat, like yeah, Gatlinburg, it's... something like that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Somewhere in the it's in Memphis. Is it's, it Memphis? It, it, <laughs> it is in Memphis. It and it is. It is in the ghetto. You, well, you just said Memphis, so that is that Memphis is the ghetto. Yeah, I've been to Memphis once, and I, I went there to record an album, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't really need to come back here again. <laughs> it's all good." <laughs> I'm all Memphis. I know, I know a bunch of comics oh, God. in Memphis, and they're like, "You should come to Memphis," and I'm like, first of all, that's scary. Second of all," That's on the exact opposite end of the state from me. Tennessee's a long state that people don't really it, it would take it, a pretty good chunk of day to get to Memphis. Yeah, I think where you're at like seven hours, yeah. eight hours. Well, I get one back because of the time change, but still, it's Memphis is a haul. And plus, if I'm over there, then it's like, well, I have to book a bunch of other weird shit to kind of make sense for being in Memphis. Yeah. And then, like, you could go to Arkansas. But why? But why? <laughs> but why? Oh, God. No, I, y'all, I just looked it up. So it cost Aladdin to, to make. Their budget was $180 million. Oh, my. This, the, the four-day weekend box office pool was 212 Okay. So they, they made, made the money back. They well, made their money they made back. their production costs so, back. That doesn't include advertising costs. Yeah, they didn't, that doesn't. It never includes advertising the original budget. So, oh, they don't. I didn't know. No, that. they don't include advertising in the original budget. I do not know why. 
But nonetheless, that'll cover America's. But domestically alone, we'll probably cover all that and whatever they make internationally. No matter what happens now, actually make money. I mean, like Beauty and the Beast was like the highest grossing film that came out that year, but it's not very good. But it 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 went. uh, It made over two billion dollars, didn't it, or something like that? Like it's. I let me check. I I liked I I liked the Beauty and the Beast remake. My wife is that's her favorite movie of all the time. The original, the original. Um, right? So I. Well, the, the original. It, it, it made over a billion dollars, um, uh, not over two. I think only three movies have done that. Okay. No, five, four, five movies. Five movies have made over two billion dollars. Yeah. No. Um, Oh god! It's your wife's favorite movie. <laughs> it is. Oh, that that's where that's where we're going. Yes. Uh, I I what I liked most about the the live action Beauty and the Beast, if I had a podcast, then uh, would be uh, we got to have the song uh, Evermore. Yeah, that's a good song. Because that song is so I good. Agree. And Josh Groban sings it. So uh, I would say so far the live action Beast for me go Cinderella number one because I think Cinderella actually is better than the original I know I'm going to get a lot of heat for that but I need to see a better it still. job of making it not just a generic princess movie and making it like just giving a little it gives you enough backstory about the, the stepmother to make you understand a little bit Um, and so like okay. I'm a big if you give me a good villain in a movie, I I'll pretty much enjoy it. You know, so as long as I can, yeah. At one point, I have to be like, oh, I get it for the villain. Um, and so, anyways, so then I'm gonna say Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast. Jungle Book. Jungle Book's my number one. Yeah, I respect that. I like Jungle Book a lot. Uh, it has the best cast, probably. Which like makes me uh, hopeful for. What's the next one? Because Favreau's Lion doing that. Yeah, Favreau did Lion King too. So like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I have high hopes for you. And that, that cast is also ridiculous. That cast is. Wait, yeah. Favreau did Jungle Book. Um, the Lion King oh. cast is better than the original cast, in my opinion. Oh yeah. The only thing I wish it had is I wish Jeremy Irons was still Scar, but they still got I forgot his name, but they still have an amazing actor for Scar. She too. would tell each of four. Yeah, here we go, man. You're you're better at this than we are. It's uh, Barry, Barry Ordo. <laughs> yeah, in uh, Strange. I don't. I don't. I don't. I think. I think Hunter is just a a step up above <laughs> casually nerdy. Uh, I, which I, is uh, one of, one of the comedy shows that I host is called uh, Wealth and Knowledge Man, and it's a comedy trivia game show uh, where I write all these questions and everything. And it came from the idea that I am actually Wealth of Knowledge Man. My superpower is that I just know a bunch of stuff that other people don't care to know. Um, in particular, one of those is like movies and people who've been in them and what their names are. And I'm very good at Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon and like naming people that have been in stuff. Um, so that's why that is a thing that keeps happening. Um, did anybody see uh, Serenity, the Firefly movie? I saw Serenity. That's I haven't seen the, anything the, Firefly. The bad guy in Serenity, that's Chiwetel Ejiofor. 
the guy who's voicing Scar yes. in the new Lion King movie. More importantly, Donald Glover is voicing Simba. Which as an adult and as a cast. kid. Yes, which makes perfect sense because he can do both of those. What, yes. Which I we haven't got a trailer with him. No, we can, we've only we? got uh, Mufasa speaking. And Scar. Okay. Scar spoke in a recent trailer, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, and we got to hear Timon and Pumbaa, which See. is um, Seth and Rogen is Pumbaa. Michael Key is. And it's Billy Eichner. No. Yeah, who is the, the loud guy from Parks and Rec, as well as the, uh, which is funny that you bring up Key. No, yes, which is funny you bring up Key because he is in a show, uh, Billy Eichner is in a show with Key uh, called Friends from yeah. College on Netflix. Which, which also wonderful. has uh, the mother, or fucking Kobe Smulders, Robin from yes. Home After Mother. Yes. Bring it all the way around, which is not yes. like Friends. What? <laughs> which, have you both seen Friends from I College? I saw the pilot of Friends from College and went, this is emotions I don't feel like dealing with right now. And so I turned it off. Um, you, if you ever want to feel deal with emotions, which there there are some here and there, and it gets gets fucking wild. Uh, there are only two seasons because I found out about it about two months ago, binged it, and then I went, "This is great! I'm so excited! When are they putting out season three? And then I went on the internet, and they were like, "Netflix literally canceled this <laughs> yesterday." I was like. I was like, well, that's a really great feeling. And none, none of my issues were resolved. Well, Netflix is giving you Jessica Jones on June 14th, if you like that. Yeah, that, that trailer got released today. Or, well, teaser, anyway. The first Jessica Jones is my favorite series they've done. That's only because David Tennant's the bad guy. Oh, honestly. Killgrave yeah. is one of those things where Mar- Marvel got it really, really, really right. Like, Marvel has a villain problem. Um, and and in the sense that the majority of their villains are just the evil version of their hero, they're really forgettable too. A lot of them. yeah, and and Kilgrave is so especially in the TV show. So like Kilgrave and like Kingpin, uh, they're they're so drastically different than the heroes that they're up against. Yeah, that it's it's so great. And so then the problem is is that like. They just kill their villains. Um, yeah. And so, like, Loki and Kingpin are really, like, the only villains that have survived. And even the kind they killed Loki yeah. in, in Infinity War. Or did they? Uh, Ooh, yeah, we did. We killed him. He's dead. Um, and then they killed Kilgrave at the end of season one. And it's like, well, but you could have... This would have been so good if you could have just kept coming back. But they found a way to bring him back in season two. Um, they're uh, they've gotten a little better. Vulture's good. Vulture is good, but he's also Michael like, Keaton, so hard to I make like. him bad. I have high hopes for Mysterio. That that reveal uh, when they reveal that it, that uh, he's her father that was that's probably one of my favorite reveals in any Marvel movie. Just yeah. from the, from the audience, like I was in the audience and hearing. Like I, I, I was one of them, but hearing everybody else audibly gasp Piece when it, it happened, yeah, like, like hearing the whole a whole theater go, <gasps> like in a Marvel movie where usually you don't get that because you know where story's going, 
like oh man I, it it was it was it was yeah. good good i also oh. enjoyed michael keaton like piecing together that he was spider-man mm-hmm. like in the car ride like wait a minute what you what like not just an obvious like oh, his suit in his bag he's spider-man which is a lot of what they do like that's a yeah. lot of like um like I, I, Spider- I, I, yeah. amazing spider-man one um so peter parker's supposed to be smart in my opinion, he's supposed to be like. Mm. Oh, he's like one of the top ten smartest people in the Marvel like comics universe. Yeah, exactly. So when when Peter Parker oh, yeah. is talking to the doc, the lizard doctor guy. Um, yeah, thank you. The lizard doctor guy is. He's. I forgot why Peter Parker went to the lab, but he's like, "Hey, so I gotta ask you a question. Like, if I wanted to kill a lizard, like, how would I kill a lizard? Because he was experimenting with lizards." And the doctor literally goes. Why do you want to know about lizards, Parker? Lizards are great. Like, obviously freaking out. Obviously, he's a lizard man. <laughs> and then, like, you think, like, oh, yeah, he's a smart guy. He got it. And then, like, the doctor leaves, and, like, Peter Parker's still in the lab. And at this point, you know, you're like, Parker's smart. He got it. And then he looks at, like, a, a serum that says, like, lizard serum, kill New York or something obvious <laughs> on it. And then and Peter goes, oh, my God, he's the lizard. Like, really? That's what did it, Peter Parker? Well, there's there's... There's a big difference between being yeah. book smart and I like socially true. aware. <laughs> There's was, yeah. Th- those I, movies do so much bad. <laughs> oh, Dylan, Dylan likes Andrew it, Garfield Spider Man, so and it, again, it they do so much bad that it, it shits all over all of the good that they did. Like he is a very good Spider Man. And mm, all of the stuff with him yeah. and Stacy is great. I agree uh, with that. Uh, is wonderful and should be in everything. Uh, but like, oh man, everything else that they like, uh, yeah, we're in New York and we're going to help you with the cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, the biggest, the biggest one for me was when he's, He's trying to save Gwen Stacy's life, and you see the web go, and you're like, "This is, yeah." It becomes a hand, and you're like, "Yeah, that was dumb." What? However, the scene of her dying, incredible. (laughs) They kill her, and it smacks. And I was like, "Oh dear!" Like, what what I love about that scene in the comics too is they, um, on purpose made it ambiguous to whether it was the web that snaps her neck that killed her. Or her hitting the ground that killed her. So you'll never know, like, if if he killed her or if the ground that killed her. Also, Peter Parker's an asshole anyways, because the first movie, Gwen Stacy's dad is like, hey, just leave her alone, okay? And he goes, yeah, I promise. And guess what happens? She's dead because he didn't leave her alone. See, and that's one of those things that I liked about the second one. Like, him randomly still seeing Captain Stacy. Uh, and, like, like that, that guilt of him, like, uh, Again, all of the stuff with Gwen Stacy is good, but all of the stuff with the villains is so bad. Yeah, every villain in that movie is terrible. What well, What was bad about the whole Rhino? I liked scene? Rhino. I, I loved. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. name Hunter? Paul Giamatti. Perfect. Yep, Paul Giamatti. I loved Paul Giamatti <laughs> as Rhino. I think I referenced him like on one of our first episodes, coming back as Rhino in Spider Man. I would love it. I am for it. <laughs> they the pro- the problem is that the the, the MCU changed film for the worse for everyone else um because uh, the mcu took the time 
to build a universe. And they did it very, very slowly. So that by the time Avengers got around and they all got together, then it was like, all bets are off. We can do everything because we spent five, six years building this universe. The problem is now everybody's like, we got a cinematic universe in the first movie. Look at all the stuff we've got. It's like, this first movie's not good. You should focus on just making a good movie instead of building the universe. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. But... That's one of the problems that they had with the Amazing Spider-Man movies is that they were like, and we're setting up a villain's movie, and we're setting up this kind of movie, and this kind of movie. It's like, you should have just focused on making a good Spider-Man 2. Yeah. <laughs> Make a good Spider-Man 1. <laughs> Because you could have. You could have. And then just give us a good stand. Yeah. That's all and you that's need to do. My least favorite Marvel movie you don't is need... Avengers Age of Ultron. And I think a lot of it has to do with it trying to set up five movies at a time. Yeah, it was – It was that was the studio. The studio got a little too involved in that one. And it yeah. broke Joss Whedon. Yeah, we all broke Joss Whedon. But also him being a weird creep with women probably broke him too. Accurate. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's getting late. So – I think, moms, we're going to call this episode today. It's a long one today. But I hope you all... Oh, wow, it, it is. Uh, Hunter, please plug your things again. Um, I... Soap. <laughs> <laughs> soap, bye. <laughs> you got soap. See you later, guys. Uh, it's uh, Clean and Sober Soap Company. Um, you can find it on Etsy. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Etsy. Uh, just, yeah, just Clean and Sober Soap. You'll find it. Uh, and on Instagram, it's clean and, at Clean and Sober Soap. Um, uh, also, my Instagram, if you care about my comedies or my adventures around the world, uh, it's uh, it's that's Hunna H U N N A H H. Do you have any any tour dates coming up? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. To, I forgot to book shows in June. I, I just I saw you posted that the other day. To do that, yeah, which is cool because now I posted that and some people have asked me to do some shows. But I, I think I've got a show in, on June 14th in, in Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, I've got a show coming up this Friday in Bristol, Tennessee, um, with the hilarious But I don't have anything for June. I made a boo boo. I've been. I was really busy in May, and then just forgot to do June. It happens. Don't. Start booking yes. July. Well, I now. need to because I know I have a, I have a wedding. Uh, oh, okay. An engagement party to go to in Florida. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go to Disney too. So nice. Well, if you need some parts, whoop, I'll let you know. Yeah, I will, I will definitely do that. Um, I got you. But I, I, have, I have passes in and very little friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we, can, we can ramble about movies and I can tell oh, you. The dude, I'm um, for it. You can just be like, who was that? And I'll be like, uh, oh. Well, yeah, Paul Giamatti. It's always it been Paul Giamatti. I love It was also in Sideways with Paul Giamatti. It was also a Spider-Man All right. And Dylan has a new Instagram. He is no longer at Dylan being a surfer because he got tired of me saying his name incorrectly. Uh, uh, huh. So he is yeah. at nah. Dungeons and Dylan's which is a great handle. Follow him. I am Jim Leader Gabe Thank you. on Instagram. And I'm also in the process of doing YouTube things. Please stand, stand by. I'll be posting yes. my, my fun little 
my Super Smash adventures because I'm currently climbing the ranks. I am the 3,868th ranked NES player in the world right now. Well, no, I am better than 3,860 people is what it is. They do backwards. I wish they didn't do it that way because it's confusing. But NES is my main, and that is what I am adventuring right now. This is the robot, right? I'm sorry? This is the robot, right? No, that's Rob. Ness is a little boy with a backwards hat. Okay, yeah. This is what I am as a person. (laughs) And he has a very annoying voice that goes, Pika Fire! Over and over again. And he spams nightmares. But yeah, follow me, Jim Little Gabe. Follow Dylan's YouTube adventures at That One Couple TV. And just follow us and follow your dreams. All right. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week. Thanks Have a good night. On. Come on literally whenever you want. Yeah, yeah we'll we didn't even talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we oh, have an episode planned that's hopefully going to oh. be. So you want to learn about Dungeons and Dragons, and you two can just teach me Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I'm bored. Oh, gosh. But all right, you guys. Sleep tight, everybody. Bye. Bye.